And now we are very delighted to invite on stage the keynote speaker for day two, Dr. Suresh Govind, to give insights on the second F, Face the Devil. Professor Dr. Suresh Govind is a senior professor and the former head of department of parasitology. He was the winner of National Young Scientist Award in Malaysia amidst several other prestigious awards, including the Prime Minister's Productivity Award. He has served as an expert member for the Drinking Water Guidelines Committee for the World Health Organization. Since 2004, he has been appointed by the Prime Minister of Malaysia to be a member of National Unity Consultative Council, NUCC, and serve as the director of chairman and chairman of the board of trustees for several important governmental committees. Professor Dr. Surens Govind was the former Deputy National Youth Coordinator, National Youth Coordinator, Vice President of Education, Deputy President, and finally the President of the Satisai International Organization Malaysia. He has authored seven books, mainly on human values and the universal teachings of Bhagwan Baba, and currently serves as the International Coordinator for Community Engagement for 120 countries for the World Satisai International Organization. So dear brothers and sisters, let's welcome Doc Professor Dr. Suresh Govind on stage with big round of applause. Bhagavan, Swami, always love and grace manifests all these incredible opportunities and miracles for us to experience the divine nature of Bhagavan. Uh, firstly, like revered elders, dear beloved brothers and sisters, thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you, organizing committee, to put me in the same stage as all the other very enlightened speakers. And my subject today is about face the devil, which is very important. You see, if you do not follow the master, you can never face the devil. You have to follow the master because the more you follow the master, the more subtle and gross devils will start to be appearing in front of us. Good, like, good analogy is that if you face the sunlight, your shadow will be there. If you walk towards the sunlight, shadow will fall behind. This is the nature. That is why the master will reflect to us what is it that we should be doing, how we can aspire. If you are only getting what this one examination, boy finished off the examination, he came out, He's passed, he came and said, hey, I passed, I passed. How many marks have you got? 45%. Oh, you did it, you did it, you did it. And you're celebrating, you're so overjoyed and everything else. And there are other people who got 42 and 43 said to this boy who got 45, I told you you are a genius. You will be able to achieve it. And so as they celebrate and they go out, they see one guy who's knocking his head against the wall and the guy is crying because he only got 89. He missed by 11 to get the 100. And he's crying and weeping. But the one who got 45, he's so happy and overjoyed. Then his friend who got 100 came to him and said, look, you also have the potential to get 100 marks. No, I don't have. I am, you know, I'm not so clever. I'm stupid. So he said, no, you are intelligent. No, I'm stupid. You see, stupidity is a genetic disease. It just it has come, it's passed down from one generation to another generation. Really? Yeah. That day when I went home, my father asked me, why are you looking so sad? 
and i said to him that it's because my teacher asked me a question what is the question what is the diameter of earth and i didn't know how to reply he scolded me the father said to me that my god when i was a student my teacher also asked the same question you mean till now they have not discovered their answer yet the diameter <laughs> so you see stupidity is a genetic disease so he said no that is not true you if you work hard if you change the style of working and you understand that you are lazy and you are not focusing in the right manner when you do certain things of this nature you will find that you will discover your intelligence and so the 100 marks chap molded the 451 who understood what are the devils that he had he acknowledged the weaknesses in himself he pulled it out so his marks went to 60 65 70 and final exam 100 marks he scored he came in he hugged the 100 other 100% i did it you know you did not do it it is all because you understood that it is only when you face the devil you can finish the game so the whole idea is that so this is why so you cannot if we continue to live we will live with all our devils inside there are so much of weaknesses and so many types of weaknesses in us and you will find you will be accustomed to the devil you will start living with it you will be possessed by it and you will die a person with so much of negativity only at later stage of life we will start to see who we are what we are it is such an inspiring i have spoken to many many communities many crowd many parts of the nation but it is nothing like speaking to a group of youth because youth are fresh and strong and passionate their cars have no scratch and no dent you are put on the highway and baba spent so much time with the youth because he wants the car to speed nicely to go slowly not crash crash into anything but enjoy the journey with the other passengers pick up the right people in your car and achieve the destination and achieve all peace and happiness not at the age of 60 70 bring back a crushed collapsed smoking car into the sai workshop and then inside the journey everybody fighting crawling and you crawl out of your car and go to baba baba help baba help baba <laughs> so the whole point is uh, these teachings are not necessary at the end of the journey all these teachings that bhagwan has given is because for us to enjoy that is why this is a very good group because it reminds us of our age when we came to the sai movement as youth and all we need to do is to just follow certain regulations and certain uh, what you call rules we find that we'll be able to achieve so look listen with an intention of knowing very well that i want to go on to the highway nicely beautifully that is all what we are doing all these dr satya and the whole team worked so many days so many nights selflessly doing this work for what purpose only for one purpose that you should have a happy life you should have a good life you should have a profitable life you should have an enjoyable one at the same time experiencing divinity all the time good family good house good car you and, and finally at the end of the day yes you did it that's the only purpose and in the process if we can realize our divine nature and in the process utilize the divine nature to achieve all these things wow that's it so you must listen what is the formula that bhagwan has given if the all these formulas actually have been given in the vahini series and i always say all the vahini how many of you have read the vahinis uh, okay one person where very good two person very good you know satya sai baba why <laughs> So this <laughs> Satisai Vahini is the Dharma Vahini, Prema Vahini, all these Vahini. So I suggest to you that before you leave, 
from Puttaparthi, go to the bookshop, get a group of British books, all the Vahini series, tell the person and get it. It's quite cheap. You can buy it from here and go back and then it is not for the purpose of keeping in the library and telling everybody, I got the Vahini series. No point. Because having the map and not using the map is of no use. You have to have the map and use it for this purpose. So how do you face the devil? How do you develop it? So Baba said, this is one ideal where Baba said, Look, young men have to spring into sphere of action and strive to the best of the ability for building up a resurgent India. He was talking to the Indian youths, but that doesn't mean the other youths. It's youth for everyone. Huh? Resurgent India and happy, peaceful world. They must shed the desire for power, the desire to uproot corruption and immorality, and the urge to work hard should firmly be implanted in the heart of every student. What's his expectation? Not only we are supposed to transform ourselves, but help other youth in the community, help other youth in society, help other youth in the, uh, in the world, so that they too. Why? Because this is not 300 people. Here in this hall, there are 300 million people. Because when you go outside and you have this great vision and plan, you can transform so many people in your respective country and make your country a beautiful place to live in. But for that, we have to get this devil out. Actually, G-O-D really means get out devil. You know, if the <laughs> God means if the devil comes out, you are godly. That's all. So the impurities that we have is the devil that is in us. But we need to accept, we need to acknowledge, and we need to, need to purge it out from our system. Now, this is, look at this thing. Now, you have there a home, you have home there, your house, then you have work, your studies, then you, of course you got side work, then you got health, you got finance, you got relation, you got friend, expanding knowledge of it. So now you've got to juggle, 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 oh, tiring, tiring, exhausting, exhausting, exhausting. And then you find that, this is, what is wrong with this diagram? This diagram, there's something chronically, something very wrong. You know why? Yeah. Anybody? Can you see this diagram? Oh, that's great. So, there is something, okay. So, what is wrong? Yes. Yes, you see, look, everybody says, you know, everyone does everything, and then the side work is one small corner that we go and do, and then we go to the center, and then see, and then we are here. Okay, we, we have become side devotees. Let me tell you, now your members, somebody said, your students of Satisa Institute. One mother went to Baba and told, Swami, my student, my son is going to overseas. He said, Santosham, means very happy. He said, Swami, it is not my son. It is your student. It is your student. How is my student? He's from the Satisai Institute of Higher Learning. Ah, Satisai Institute of Higher Learning has created an examination board. He sat for those examinations. They deemed him pass, and he graduated from that institute. Means he's a student of the Satisai Institute. If he is, you are claiming that he is my student, means he has to sit for my examination and my test, and I must let him go through. He must pass my test. Only then can he be considered as my student. So many people feel that you just continuously appear in a Sai center, you are a member, you are a devotee. It's not, it is not about you claiming to be a devotee, but he has to say that you are my devotee. So then Baba, what is, what is it that I must do? <laughs> if you then we love Baba, then we must love his teachings. We must love, so teachings are found, the processes and the systems that he has laid out, we must start to love. Love the processes and love the systems. That is called teachings. So to know the teachings, you must know, read the teachings. 
unless you read on the teachings how then can you love baba it is impossible you may love the figure you may put the flower you may garland him but at the end of the day what he said is in one lecture you say baba said in one lecture, you ask who is he who is he who is he i don't want you to ask who is this i was a koham koham who am i who am i inquire who am i who am i and then 21600 times the breath is saying i am he i am he so hum so hum so hum so then the whole equation of our life is to discover who am i who am i and continue to proceed and until we discover that this is what is called spiritualizing spiritualizing life so how do you do this very simple look at finance we start from finance from lot of youth do not know how to save the mistaken question that people ask is that how much money are you getting in your job wrong question you should never ask how much are you earning what question that you should ask is how much are you saving so you can have $5000 but you spend $6000 your minus $1000 beggar and you're begging around this that's all you may earn 3000 but you save 1000 you are richer than the guy so the question sa youth must ask how much are you saving how much are you saving so for that purpose why should you save because a lot of people don't know how to save they get some money they buy big things and spend a lot of money when you have that money not for seva or anything at least in the older age you will be able to save and you get a policy you get something like that to help you in your life and also excess money you can give to community and society so when you do that you actually what's happening in the finance sector you brought swami's teachings in finance health there are a lot of people <laughs> as a youth also they feel very <sighs> they gasp and they are health health wise they do not know some people eat ayo the way they eat is um, amazing they know they eat as if sunrise on come tomorrow you know they, they have kind some people are like that when you especially when it is a buffet and if it is a free buffet you consume all the food that you want one fat man went into a restaurant and when he went into a restaurant he washed his hands waiter put 30 roti uh, 30 chapati on the table so he called the waiter and gave one tight slap i said are you are you insulting me just because i'm fat you put 30 chapati come on take two away <laughs> he can <laughs> he can only eat 28 overestimated so so the question is that people health wise how to eat properly how to do so when you are moderate you are actually practicing swami's teachings in maintaining the health in your relations they might be an irritating person who always annoy you after this conference you go back you look forward to that individual when you look to that individual and you tell him he will be continuously annoying but you are continuously smiling why because this uncle is increasing my patience <laughs> this uncle is increasing my tolerance why this uncle is driving me to mukti and moksha <laughs> so this uncle becomes a instrument a way to get towards god so you practice swami's teachings here like that in everything you find expanding knowledge friends home work <coughs> in work you find that you work excellently well you uh, you do well you become a professional expert a sai youth must become expert in your work you must be excellent in your number one work whatever work you do you must shine once you shine as a as a thing they will know why wow, wow you're so good how did you do it swami's teachings so therefore swami's teachings is sai work is everywhere it is not just one work everywhere there is no materialism there is only spiritualism everything we want you to excel we want you to be happy at your work excel in your work uh, in your work studies we have good health 
give, keep good maintenance, have a very nice relationship, have good friends, expand your knowledge, have excellent hobbies. You find that you, this is way, you make sure, you spirit, that's why yesterday's speaker said, spiritualize your life. This is the meaning of the word, spiritualize your life. Once you do this, look at this, 1960, big happy family. 1980, family became smaller. 2000, family, 220, 20 families, very small. <laughs> Not only they're very small, but their hand, you see, very connected. It's a very connected family. Yeah, connected. <laughs> something is wrong somewhere. Something is wrong somewhere. Look at this now. Why does regular bar Barbie cost 19.95 and divorce Barbie cost 299.99? Divorce Barbie comes with Ken's car, Ken's house, Ken's, Ken's furniture, Ken's boat, Ken's jewelry, Ken's computer, and Ken's best friend. All Ken's come with him. <laughs> in my country, in our country, divorce rates every 10 minutes there is one divorce rate. Forget about having faith in God; they cannot even have a faith in the spouse that whom they have taken. This is the state of the human beings today. And therefore, we are fast losing out in many ways. You can't park in the handicapped zone just because you have lost your phone. <laughs> you know, when you come here, you may leave your hand back home, but you will definitely bring your handphone. Because the reason is we are so attached to it, it has become. This is the greatest Maya of today's century. Everybody has become so captivated. And you're, today you walk on the, along the road, you can see everybody's thing is down. Everybody's neck is down. So this is the uh, point in which what's happening is that I don't understand it's, he's getting shorter. Look at the head. <laughs> the head is getting shorter and shorter and shorter. So Baba said technology is technology. So the Maya will stand up and say, Baba, you see, I have deceived everybody. I've created all the technology. Everybody is there. Now no one will be connected to the Atma. They'll only be connected to the mind. The mind is expanding. So they search for Swami Google Ananda and continue to get from that Google Ananda, whatever message that you can. And they're there, they're connected. Today we suffer from the greatest disease. We suffer from disconnectivity. This is the greatest disease that we have. Though you think we are connected, we are disconnected. And Maya is laughing. <laughs> and then this is what Swami used to tell us. Technology is trichonology, trichonology. The more Sai youth, you must be careful. The more and more you get inside this, they will drown you. You have, yes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, you put a discipline to yourself, but don't get engrossed in it because this is a very, very tool, addictive tool that can take you away from the things that you should see and things that you should do. This is nice because she can't cook but knows how to order online. <laughs> oh, my marriages are going to be... Okay, so he who blames others has a long way to go. He who blames himself has a halfway there. He who blames no one has arrived. Chinese proverb said this. So the problem in this world is that disconnected. The bridge is not connecting. That's why a lot of people are walking along but they are disconnected. They are disconnected. Disconnected people can never move on in life. They'll suffer from stress, suffer. How many of you here have experienced some form of stress, some rejection, some dejection, some hopelessness, some sorrow, some misery, some desire? Okay, fine, you got it. Okay, so therefore, at some moment in your life, you've suffered. Which means to say, when you're suffering from these things, it will be repetitive. Now when you are here, that problem is not there. You brought here, so for a, for a while, you are experiencing peace. But when you return back, the problem is going to be there. How do you manage that problem? That is, a pro that is the issue here. Face the devil. How do you face that? So then you find, see, look, the 10 lines, the next generation, they're all in the beach, but you see. They go to the sun, they are not even able to enjoy nature because they are disconnected in <laughs> the 10 lines. So look at the bulls all in a straight line, but look at the cars all traffic jam. See, the bulls did not go for education, human value classes, 
but they are ordering, they are going up on, in a straight line. Look at the cat on the road. The cat on the road is using the bridge. The man on the road is crossing. Yeah. So look at the dogs all waiting in patience with a plate of food, but look at the men all fighting here. Something. People have become educated, but have not become human. So these are human. Look at this. Even the camels in the desert are straight. Okay. Sometimes I think it's the way you, we do things. So the point is, how do you weigh yourself? So this lady says she's putting on, she, she feels her weight is okay. So we asked her, why? How, how? She weighs a weighing machine by lying down and putting the head up. So probably the way we are measuring our spirituality is all wrong. Measurement of spirituality is the frequency of the Sai Center visit, the things that we do. Pro probably this is not how we should be really measuring our growth. In everything you measure your growth, why don't you measure your spirituality? So the spirituality is that, this is very nice. See, this guy pulls up the mask and say, it was me the whole time. See, the person is the same person. When you finally catch up, the fool is messing up your life. The person who is messing up your life is the same person. Who is you, the devil. He pulled it up. So this is what it is. So therefore, softness of the ground, this Baba said, softness of the ground is the proof of the rain. Softness of the heart is the proof of spirituality. So how soft is your heart is the proof that we are improving. So as we keep on progressing, our heart should become selfless. Our heart should become more unifying. And there are some barometers here. For example, happiness. See, if you're a dash meter, you should be happy, more and more happy. Size spiritual people, especially youth, you should become happier, 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 happier like that as days goes by. You should be having ability to serve others, every time connected and ability to serve others. We should be having love, unity, this should be increasing. If you come to the Sai movement and you're participating in the Sai centers and you're having more quarrel, more stress, more something, the way we are practicing may be not right. So this is what Baba has come to teach us so that we can enjoy life to the fullest. So there, this is very interesting. Many people think that we should not speak about death. Satisai Wahini Baba says, those who have inner urge to achieve the higher wisdom which confers liberation have therefore to reflect upon and investigate the phenomenon of death. Death should arouse no fear. It should not be regarded as serious auspicious. You should not run away from the problem that death happens only to others and that will not happen to you. Neither should you postpone the reflection on death, judging that they are inappropriate now and profitless. For inquiry into death is really an inquiry into one's reality. So you must know, what does it mean? It means speed. Hey, I only got another 40, 50, 60 years of my life. What can I do in this world? How can I make the world a better place to live in? How can I get more peace in this world? So the point here is that think that you are finite. Think that you're only going to be here for a short time. Do you know there will be a sense of purpose? There is a sense of urgency. The moment you know that you're going to live for a very, very long time, you find tomorrow also I can do. So urgency is a very important point in this whole thing. So, see, death chasing. <laughs> Realizing that the, the tending of the body is not at all important, one has to bear patiently even hunger and thirst and be engaged in uninterruptly in the contemplation of the Lord. Instead, quarreling for every tiny little thing, losing one's temper, becoming sad at the slightest provocation, getting angry at the smallest insult, worried at the thirst, anger, hunger, and loss of sleep, they can never be the characteristics of a sadhaka. Sadhaka means whatever problem, now the heat, body is heated. Even as I speak now, this place, but it is heat. Okay, we've come here. No need to make too much of a fuss. Just try and do, live happily and go. Not go around. How are you? And you tell me about your headache. Oh, I've got a splitting headache. And by the time you describe your headache, I have to take two Panadol. So, <laughs> so, so do not distribute our sorrow. We become happy what we are doing. So what stops us from having faith? This is what it is. Now, how do you stop this? Number one, these are the six areas that we want to talk about. And later, we'll speak about it more in the workshop. Number one, yesterday, our speaker yesterday spoke 
Number one quality is identification. Let me tell you identification. You see, I did not uh, compare the notes with him. He came here and spoke about velocity and went back. But escape velocity, and in my slide, I suddenly saw that this uh, rocket here. And rocket is spinning. That's, that's the meaning. That's how Swami does. If he wants to make things happen, he will give some idea to somebody. He will give here. He talked about escape velocity, and here it is a rocket trying to launch. But the problem with our rocket is that we've got a body. This is the most important point. We've got our body. We've got our mind. We've got our intellect. And then the fourth component, and what is that? The Atma. Now watch this very carefully. This is the key. If you can take back this message, you can. This is the body. This is the mind. This is the intellect. That is the Atma. Okay? So now, here. All right. Here, what is it? Okay, half of you said it, but the remaining of you can also say it. It'll be nice. Here? Oh, here. So this is the four. Now, four. Quarter is body. Quarter is mind. Quarter is intellect. Quarter is Atma. But if you life goes, goes and finally recognize Atma and its function from here, which is the real meaning of the word faith lift. Faith lift means get back to the source, which becomes the force for everybody. Once you get back to the force, since he is the head of all the quarters, he becomes headquarter. So this is the idea. <laughs> now, if you remain your life and remain at the body level, physical level, physical level takes care of the body. I, how's your hair? How are you? So you're looking so good. Also. So then, shirt, branded clothes, house, car, and spend all my life arranging the things at the level of the physical. I dissipate my life. I will be sorrowful. There are some people, emotional people, oh, I feel so sad, I feel so happy, I feel so envious. Your whole life is spending in describing your emotions. Then there are some people, intellectual people, oh, in my opinion. <laughs> there are some people who come to study circle and irritate everybody. In my professional judgment, who asked you? This is the, we are looking at study circle. Hey, this is Swami's words. Swami's words. What does he want? What does he say? He said something. Okay, let's follow. In my opinion, nobody asked you. <laughs> so, intellectual level, intellectually, you analyze and analyze and analyze. Let me tell you something. The Maha Mantra for this is that too much of analysis can cause paralysis. So, now, at the physical level, if you identify your level, you'll find that your body level, you identify. Your whole life will be dissipated. Then you can identify with your mind. You can identify with your intellect. But the most important thing that you need to identify is with the life as from Atma. The essence of all the Vahinis, the essence of all the Vahinis, get back to Atma. So the point here is then Atmic living. This is the thing. This is the, this is the thing. Get back to the source so that it can become a force means Atmic living. Why? Eh? Why I must get to the Atmic living? Eh? Because when you get to the Atmic living, you find that the Atma becomes powerful. You remember yesterday, the speaker said, the source is inside, the master is inside. What did he say? Powerful. So when you get here, he knows the answer. Why should you crack your head? There's no necessity. Swami, please. See, faith. In the, when you return back, you go, you go in your flight. When you go in the flight, every 10 minutes, do you knock on the cockpit and ask the pilot, excuse me, yeah, the flight will reach. Yeah, it'll, there's a very big cloud. Will your flight go like that or will your flight go like this? How will your flight go? Excuse me, can you please sit down? Oh, because I'm very anxious to get. Oh, I'm very, very. So, are you sure you know your pilot? I mean, and 
and the pilot takes up the curriculum. It, this is my oh. So, okay, I think you are able to manage this very well. If you continue to disturb the pilot, the flight will go missing. So in some cases. So the whole point, so the, the whole point of the story is that we, if we have faith in the pilot and you're sitting down and enjoying the movie and drinking a coffee and enjoying your talk, you have the faith in that pilot to take you. Why is it that we do not have faith in the pilot of all pilots who's prepared to take our flight? Please fasten your seatbelt. I will take you to the destination of peace and prosperity and happiness and allow him to guide your life. So when you say faith lift means unplug from these levels and plug in back there. Faith leave, full stop, period. So when you do that, the rocket fly, poof, rocket is flying high. Who wants to remain at the physical level? Who wants to remain at the mental, emotional level? And so, so when someone comes, you know, I feel very disturbed. Sign, what you should do since you are, madam, unplug, plug. This is a de-stressing mechanism. You know, I feel so stressed. Unplug, plug. Unplug. You know, I, I think seriously that we need to change our life. So unplug. Why? Because Atma is free. Atma is unbound. Atma is pure. Atma is holy. Atma is fullness. So all your answers is here. And Bhagwan is saying, so Baba saw, Ooh, how many years I've given all the Vedic messages and since they have not understood, so he himself, our pure Atma, decided to manifest for 85 years and walk with us and show our way. Oh man, this is how you should live. Atmic living. If every youth knows the secret of this, you'll find that you will achieve great success. So unbound means infinite. So next time when you say, can you commit, can you come for the Sai activities? No, I cannot commit. Why can't you commit? No, because I've got a lot of other things to do. You're unbound. That means to say, when you reach here, you'll be very connected. You will do the work. One good example will be in Malaysian side when the 70 youth were coming here. There was one youth who could not make it here for some reason. So I was with him in the reason convention. He was sitting at the back and sending mails after mails so that the logistic of arrangements can be done in a beautiful manner. And then he was along the way, he was driving. He asked, I said, uh, can I stop? He said, can I stop here? He stopped at about 10.30 somewhere and sent the message to somebody else, sent the message to somebody else. And then he dropped us at home. Then I asked him, why don't you just fly? Because he's the one who organized all the games and all that. He said, I really want to, but I can't because of a family commitment. Meaning to say that family commitment is there. Other things are there, but his mind is continuously on the mission to make it happen. And that is our former national youth leader Ragan who is not here but he's done that in a very nice way and I was very admirable of, of him to remain there but continuously coordinate and fully the mind is fully in the mission work which means sometimes you may not be able to physically be present but being emotionally present being intellectually present, because this is the master whom we have come to serve however you do it that's how you do it so here I finally realized it people are prisoners of their own phones that's why they are called cell phones <laughs> 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 okay, this boy had a habit of putting his thumb in his mouth, so his parents gave a loose trouser, problem solved. <laughs> so, the, whenever you become atmic, when you become atmic, Swami will give all, all solutions to all our problems. Whatever problems we want, that is why the technique that was used was silent sitting. When you silently sit, your mind recedes, and when your mind recedes, you find you can connect here. Unplug. So, mind sit, silent sitting is disconnecting from here and connecting to there. So this is what is called faith lift. Lift from your body lift level, lift from your mental level, lift from, boom, get into the stratosphere. And let Swami do, let Swami do. And don't be so rigid. Some people, I know how to do everything. I have it all. 
What an arrogant attitude. So in, in Swami says, love my uncertainty. In everything, love my uncertainty. He knows what to do. He knows what to do. Just allow him to do. Oh, I'm not married. I'm already 32 years old. I am not married. And then I don't know what to do. <laughs> and then after that, after marriage, there'll be another anxiety. Oh, you, I got the boy, but that boy is a wrong boy. Oh, whatever. So <laughs> leave it to him to decide what it is. So faith lift. So awakening, Eckhart Tolle said, awakening is a shift in consciousness which thinking and awareness become separate. We have slid down into the present life mainly because we have lost faith in the Atma in us. This was the beginning of our fall. For loss of confidence in the Atma or self involves, involves loss of faith in God. If you cannot believe that you are the Atma, there is no point going to 100 temples and coming here because that reminder is you. So from tomorrow onwards, they ask, who are you? I'm Atma. That's why he asked you yesterday. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? I'm the body. I'm Nepali. I'm country. I come here. I come here. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Finally, I am the Atma. I am the, oh my God, I am the Atma. Unbound, pure self. Then from this paradigm, if I start living in this world, the whole world becomes very true and very pure. So this is the whole idea. Now, Swami said in Satya Sai Vahini, developing faith in the Atma principle and loving it earnestly, this is worship. So if you go back home, somebody irritates you, you now don't get angry. Just become, I'm the Atma. Atma cannot get angry. Let him bark. Let him do whatever. I'm not affected. If one of you get up and say, Professor, I think you are a fool. If I'm Atmik, I'll tell you, between you and me, only I knew the secret. How did you know? <laughs> so apart from that, if I start reacting and rejecting, I start to move down to the body, mind, intellect levels. So this is it. So now comes the issue of ignorance. You see, uh, uh, third, second point. And second devil that you see is avidya. What is avidya? Ignorance. Baba said, spirituality is one quarter sadhana, three quarter inquiry. Can you imagine? That's what he said. Unless we start inquiring, it is not. Now, why is this there? Why did Baba come? How did this? What is the meaning of this? What is it? So you have to ask, 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 inquiry. You have to have this question, deep earning inquiry. Don't take everything. Don't, especially from me, taller the person, greater his ability to bluff. So don't take everything that, everything that I say. But you must have this ability to question every line and challenge everything. And this must be your knowledge. Every time I read Swami's books, I say, Swami, this is your knowledge. How can I make it mine? How can I make this real? How can I make it intrinsic? So then you find that this knowledge. So one third, one fourth is only three fourth is inquiry. You got to keep on inquiring and inquiring. Atma is unbound as first, but later is seen as limited and restricted. Through good deeds and activities, it resumes. That's why Baba said, just simply love all, serve all. Go and spread, spread. As you keep on spreading love all, you'll find that the Atma becomes infinite. Now it's finite, become, become infinite. Wow, it's spreading. it's spreading. Do you know after 10 years of service, I become very happy, very, very. This called considers as implicit obedience to what teaches Baba's teachings. See, behind the people, they are dignitaries. Our zone coordinator came along with us in the flight. In, in he was sitting in the economy flight. Actually, he's a very specialized uh, auto, I mean, sorry, ENT surgeon. And if he wants, he can literally own the flight if he wants. <laughs> but he's sitting humbly in the flight because once he came down, Baba, and Baba asked him uh, how you came. He said, flight. Why, where you are sitting, business or uh, uh, economy? He said, business. Oh, you sit in economy, you can use the money for society and all that. And from that moment onwards till this moment, though Baba is physically not here, he could have but implicit obedience to that instruction. That is why where he's sitting, where he's sitting. So this is a very important quality to have. 
Yeah. So comfort. See, now this is love my uncertainty. Move away from comfort. This is all your areas. Now you go back. Remember he said yesterday, go back as un, uh, not a person doing the normal things. Go back and see how, much, how, how many hours are you spending for television? How many hours are you spending your friends? Take it out, take it out, take it out. Spend more and more time for uh, expanding your uh, atma, increasing your vastness of the atma. So do things now to challenge that. Look back at your timetabling and see how much time is being spent towards these type of activities and take it away from that. Unnecessary talking on the phone, take it out, minus off. So these are all comfortable things. Anything that you, the greatest devil is the comfort. It keeps you comfortable. Maya is to make you comfortable, make you happy, just make you contented. You must challenge that and you must break all the walls and you must reach the higher heights. This is what it is. Next one you see, the youth should take a pledge. See, Swami said this, youth should take a pledge to utilize the strength of senses, mental energy, physical energy, intellectual and atmic power for the benefit of society. They have to conserve the divine energy of their senses and strive for the welfare of society. They have to protect the country. Only then do they deserve to be called human beings. Baba is saying this. You are here to protect the country. You are here to go back and change the whole nation. But how can you change the whole nation if ourselves are, we are not peaceful or not happy? Third, come, third thing is that we hunt happiness. This, I'm telling you, is a great problem. Lot of people do not know how to be happy. Even youth do not know how to be happy. It is very sad. People are, in our country, the depression rates are one is to five. In many other countries, the rates are becoming more and more. More and more people are becoming depressed and sad. Spiritual people should show the way by becoming happy. You should not be unhappy. You should now, from this moment, the devil, the devil is unhappiness. So when you return back home, you see nothing should make you unhappy. If anything makes you irritated, you say, I'm happy. Because this is the devil. I, do, I must recognize this. Happiness is my bliss. That's why Omar Khayyam said, tear glands is given to man to shed tears of happiness and joy. Shed tears of bliss. So this is the kind of happiness that we must refuse to be unhappy, refuse. And you must look at it and say, I will refuse to be unhappy. And this, why? Because mental happiness is the only one that can take you to spiritual bliss. Who said this? Baba said this. Well, how he said this? He said the first task of a sadhaka is the cultivation of enthusiasm. Through enthusiasm, he can derive any variety of ananda. How many of you on Monday morning before when you go to work, you say, work, here I come. One, two, three. The rest of you say, are you, should I go to work? Or my, uh, one more day holiday, please, one more day, one more day. Mother said like this, Amma, I don't want to go to school. You have to go to school. Amma, I don't want to go to school. You have to go to school. You have to do all these things. Come on, get up, get up. Please, Amma, I don't want to go. You have to go. After all, you are the principal of the school. <laughs> no, no, no enthusiasm to go back to work. No enthusiasm. That means to school, to university, every day you must get up like a lion and say, ah, yes, yeah, I come. Then you're enthusiastic. Then you're a Sai youth. You're a Sai youth. But if you are not aware of these things and go out, depressed, depressed. How is life? Okay. So, so. How, how is life? There's some people pulling along. You know, there's a wire that comes here, pull, pulling along. How is life? Up and down. Are you working in the lift? to go up and down. Up. Hey, you are the lion. Baba said, I want you to be lion. Roll like your king. King is the one who is happy, joyous, ananda, bliss. That is what he has come to give. So in his presence, nobody should be sad. Nobody should be unhappy. So Baba said, enthusiasm. Whenever a person is worried, depressed, doubting, he can never attain bliss, whatever sadhana might be. Look at that. 
Statement Baba utters, finish. You are sad, depressed. Maybe bhajan will help. Yeah, for one hour you'll sit there and clap. After that, you come back, you go back again with a sorrowful face. Long face, long, long. Some say cholesterol face. So happiness is the key. One husband died, went to heaven, uh, and then there's a gate there. So Chitragupta, you know, Chitragupta is the gun who guards. He said, Come, uh, the key to entering inside is happiness. Say happy. A spell happy, H-A-P-P-Y, very good. The Bhavan, he came inside. Bhavan, Chitragupta said, you just look after the gate. One minute, I'll just go to the toilet and come. So he was there, this man was there. And then suddenly saw his wife coming. Ayyo, why this wife is coming here? What happened to you? You know, after the funeral, when I was going back, one lorry hit and I died immediately, you know. Oh, I see. Now I'm looking after the gate, Chitragupta told me. So you have to spell this word, then you can come inside. What is the word? Uh, spell Chako Selvakya. <laughs> so when you don't know how to spell that, definitely you won't come and enter heaven. So you know the relationship between the husband and wife, what they were having when they were on earth. Unhappy, unhappy. So therefore, the question is in Prema Vahini, always not depressed, always sad and all that. It's best the sadhaka under all circumstances is smiling, joyful, enthusiastic. From now on you decide, whatever happens, I will smile. I don't care, I will smile. Sairam, happy, joyful. Not well, Sai youth, if you are wearing white and white, when you go to office, say good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Once when I was, every morning, some mornings I go for walking, so when I was walking, I noticed everybody walking towards me, all sad face. So I came back and told, hey, why is everybody walking with a sad face? Then I realized I should change. So what I did was, whenever I walk, I meet anybody, good morning, then they, hey, good morning, hey, how are you? How? So whenever I say good morning, happy, smiling, the world reflects to me, happy, smiling. So the world is sad because you are sad, the world is happy because you are happy, reflection, reaction, sound this is what Baba said so happiness is not determined by what's happening around you but rather what are happening what is happening inside you please read slowly listen read slowly I'll read for you if you have food in your fridge clothes on your body a roof over your head and a place to sleep you are richer than 75% of the entire world if you have money in your wallet a little change and can go anywhere you want you are among the 18% of the world's wealthy people if you're alive today with more health than illness, you're more blessed than the million people who will not survive this week and die. If you can actually read this message and understand the meaning, you are fortunate more than three billion people in this world cannot see, cannot read or suffer mental retardation. Life is not about complaining, pain and sorrow. It is about a thousand other reasons to be grateful for. So you have to find the reason to be grateful for. A Sai youth must never complain, never complain, never always. You take a resolution, I will not complain. I will always be happy. When you do this, you'll find you'll be ever happier. The greatest mistake we humans make in our relationship, we listen half, understand quarter, think zero, and react double. <laughs> this is the reason why we do that, okay? Now, fear, another fear. Krishna said, Bhagavad Gita, the first quality you should have is fearlessness. So, I want to tell you something. Maybe if you tell people the brain is an app, they might use it more. <laughs> so now if you say, tell people brain is an app, you might use it more. So I want to give you three statements where you should be fearless. This is statements that you should make yourself. This is youth. First statement, whatever you do, whatever happens, I will commit to Sai work, number one. This is the resolution you must make today. Whatever happens, my commitment to Sai work is there. Whatever happens, that's it, Sai work. However it is, Swami, it is you. Swami, I will finish this, I will finish this, I will finish this, I will finish this. If I have got time, I will try and come. Then that is another different word. Ayo, Baba, I cannot come, Baba, this, I have to finish this. Yet, I'm trying to come. That is Atmik pull. 
just as I showed you a good example of this brother who did it in Malaysia. So this is what is meant. Whatever it is, I will commit to Swami's work. Finish. Even a little bit. You don't have to do big, big things. At least be engaged in somewhere. Because you know why? While you are engaging, the pull is taking place. Pull is taking place towards Baba. So this is what it is. Second point is that in whichever station, in whichever situation, I will uphold my ideals. So wherever you are, you're going in the front, you're sitting down. Excuse me, would you like to have a drink? Uh, whiskey water? No water. <laughs> no. <laughs> so so now, now so I take, take, take. So no, you know, brother, I tell you something. I'm a Sai youth, huh? I don't drink. But occasionally I take wine. Did Baba say that? Occasionally, once in a way, it's okay, you can take wine. Did he say that? He said be divine, but he never said take wine. <laughs> the last I remember. <laughs> so my friends, don't compromise the ideals. Don't lower the standards. Be where you are. Be where you are. Smoke, he doesn't want it. Don't do it. He said, don't drink, don't drink. Don't. Till now, I got another two or three years, two years more to retire. There's not a drop of alcohol in my blood. And I'm very proud of that. So I'm, I'm not taken. Friends, friends all invite. I said, no, brother. No. But I will be the most drunk there because I will drink my orange juice but act most drunk. God is everywhere. God <laughs> <laughs> is everywhere. See, why are you acting like this? In three hours, you will behave like this the same way. So I'm just demonstrating to you. So wherever you are, hold the principles tight. Remember, yesterday's story was classic story. The principle of corruption was held there. But he didn't bend down. He stood there. The situation came to fulfill the ideal. Dharmically, if you're walking this dharmic path, you'll find a lot of such temptations coming. Huh? This is very interesting. But the ability to withstand and the ability to become fearless that it doesn't matter what others say and what others think, that I am committed to the ideals, this is Satisai youth. This Satisai youth can change the whole world. Don't compromise in any standard anyway. Third one, I have no fear that Swami will be there and surrender totally in every situation. Baba, it is yours. I'm yours. I'm yours. I surrender to you. You are the pilot of my flight. I don't really care for anything. You are there. You are in my life. I don't want to take my brains, take my heart, take my everything and nothing. That is the kind of resolution. If you have, I'm telling you, you will rise and rise and rise because you will get wonderful ideas. You will get creative ideas. You will find inspiring ideas. I'm telling you here, here, body, mind, intellect, this is three, will be perspiration. Come here with Baba, it will be inspiration. From there, it's three, perspiration. Perspire, perspire, perspire. People don't understand the English word for inspiration. It is when acquaintances, acquaintances with Atma is the inspirational moment. So some people get inspirational moment. Why don't we have our whole life inspirational? Wow, every day you can have inspirational. Why did you wake up? My alarm clock rang. Try and put the alarm clock next to a dead person and see whether you'll wake up. The alarm clock is not waking you up. He, the Atma, is there in you. It is waking us up. So the question is, it is because of this that I can fulfill all these three. Why should I give those three quarters any importance? I must give here. That is what you have come to unplug, plug. So these three statements, if you write and follow, you'll be fantastic. Last statement is that liberating. This is the most exciting one. We've been trying out in my, yeah, after this, both my wife and I in the room, we were going through this and we felt this. This is binding, liberating. There are two activities. Watch, these are only two words you need to know. And Vijay mentioned it in the closing, opening ceremony. 
What is binding? What is liberating? You know only these two words. You don't have to know any of these words. The Sanskrit word for this is binding is vishaya karma, liberating is treyo karma. Now, binding means anything that binds you. Liberating means anything that liberates you. Okay? Now, question is? Uh, so See, flower fell. So this is Swami's here. The point is, Swami, I'm just trying to tell them that this is the essence. Baba said this. Baba said in Vahini, Swami said, see my hair. Swami said this. There is no heaven, no hell. That is a new concept that has been put in. Anything that binds you is hell. Anything that liberates you is heaven. Full stop, period. This is the formula. This is in Satisai Vahini, in the Vahini. Baba said this. Swami said, now let me tell you. Okay, you tell me it's binding or liberating. Okay, I gave you the definition. There's a word. There is a pub. Let's go in and drink. Binding, liberating. No, I want everybody to look. This is a very important process because the moment you have this process, every thought that comes into your mind, you will examine it. Remember the word watch your action. Watch your, how can you watch? Just watch. No, you must watch your thoughts with a system inside to watch. What is the thought? That is to say, hey, this thought has come. Is it liberating thought? Is it, is it a binding thought? No, this thought. Hey, guys, there's a pub. Let's go to the pub. Let's have a drink. Is it liberating or binding? Because I know there's a repercussion after that. So it's a binding thought. Next one. Hey, come on, guys. Let's serve the old folks home. Liberating, binding? Liberating. The thought is a liberating thought. Third one. Hey, you want a puff? Binding. Why binding? I take the puff. <coughs> you can't even say om and pray for others. Om. <coughs> what for? So it, it spoils my lungs and it spoils my system and it spoils the environment. Fourth one. YOLO. Yes. This is what Vijay taught me. YOLO is, uh, you, you know there are some youth, brother, you know, we are youth. You only live once. <laughs> you know that? You only, you only live once. So let's try this out. Okay, so the fact is, we need to try everything out. We need, because you only live once. So, the, so these guys go, because you live once, you have to take alcohol, you have to take this, because you have to enjoy the experience. Then why not you take cyanide and tell me the experience? You only live once. Take cyanide and explain to me. You can't, because you'll die. Drop the night and only go for sigh. <laughs> then you live forever. <laughs> YOLO. Where is thought, brother, brother, Sairam, where really is God? What's it? Liberating or binding? Liberating, it liberates me. I want to know. I want to inquire. So, next one. See, I realize I'm lazy and I don't seem to want to study. I realize this. I'm lazy and I don't want to study. Liberating, binding? Which one? Liberating, binding? Binding. I'm lazy, you know. I don't want to study. I know I'm lazy. But I don't know why I'm, I don't know why I'm not studying. There are some people, can you commit to this uh, sci work? I want to commit, but when I commit, I must give 100% of my time. That's why I'm not committing. Whew, this is a very good thing. Why are you not committing? Because I need to give 100% of my time. Then can you give 100% of your time? I cannot. That's why I'm not committing. Hey, hello. <laughs> Somewhere you have to commit. So the term is, I realize I'm lazy and I don't seem to want to study. I got scolding, but I know it's my fault. Liberating or binding? I, I, I got scolding, but I know it's my fault. Who? What? Liberating or binding? Liberating. I don't have. But if you ask this question, I don't deserve this. Liberating or binding? Binding. I already got my binded. This thought binds me. Next one. See, I'm not up to it. You know, you binding. I'm already born. That means I'm finite. I can. I don't think I can. I have fear. But if I come there, hey, I can because Baba will be the doer. I am not the doer. Swami, I will do. But he will be the doer. I'm liberating. 
Do you know, my friends, if I have, I'm not good at it, but I want to be consistent in meditation. Do you meditate? I cannot. If I try, I sit down, but I continue to do it. Is it liberating or minding? Liberating. So every thought that comes inside now from today onwards, until you go back home and you reach there, this thought, any thought, beautiful girl passing by. Wow, what a girl. Ooh. Liberating, binding? Binding. Because it is now dragging me inside. Anything that, hey, I feel angry, you know. Binding. Anything that binds me is wrong, is hell. Anything that liberates me is heaven. If I put that chip in my head, do you know I have rescued my soul for the rest of my life? I can continuously, I can come near you. Because Baba, you taught me this secret. In the Satisai Vahini, you have told, heaven is liberating, hell is bondage. Therefore, I must do my life, everything, I must liberate and liberate and reach the higher peak. Do you not think if I have the six enemies and do this very lightly, Ramana Maharishi said, Jnana does not come gradually, little by little, day by day. It blazes forth in all fullness when the practice has measured. So every day we practice a little bit, practice a little bit, practice, practice, you'll find we'll come here. When we come here, the voice becomes very clear. When the voice becomes very clear, you find that you will not ever, ever move away from him. You'll always be here, we'll always stay here because he's the one who has come to take salvage all our souls. Bhagavan is so compassionate to organize this whole thing. He knows that in our lives, in fact, I pity all of you because when we were youth, we did not have this many, com uh, with this many options and choices. But you have so many options, so many choices, so many technology, so pitiful. I feel the mind, your mind is dragged to so many distractions. Oh Lord, in this mindful, so much of distractions, how to make this mind attract and bring is some formulas that you have in your Satisai Vahini. You must buy that book, those books, go back, read, study, understand, inquire. Take a very serious view of a spiritual life. There are many millions of people who can have, but there are only very few people who can become spiritual. And even in those few people, few people become realized, realized. Finally, when you come closer and closer, you are first a distance. But when you come closer and closer, it will be nearly, then finally we merge. And when we merge, it becomes, I am he, I am he, I am he, I am he. When you know and realize that I am he, man can become God. This is what the whole equation is. Aham Brahmasmi, Prajnanam Brahma, I am he, I am he. So all the human values that we practice, all these human values that we practice, be peaceful, be happy, is all leading us to this particular state in which we can keep our mind peaceful and get connected inside and always hear the voice of the master. When we are having this peace with the master, be, be aware that you will become the masterpiece of this world. When you have peace and be with the master, you will be a masterpiece in this world <laughs> created by Bhagavan. Thank you so much, Saira. Dear brothers and sisters, let's give our keynote speaker one more round of applause for such an energetic presentation. Really means a lot. Thank you. Thank you, brother Dr. Suresh Govind, for the like for a thoughtful, a powerful, and humorous insights on Swami's teachings. And now we would like to call our dignitary, Mr. Dr. Art Ong Jom Sai to give, take token of love to our wonderful keynote speaker.
Dr. Ardong Jongsai, he is one of the members of the Prashanti Council and he's from Thailand and he is also the leader of one of the Sai schools back in Thailand. Let's welcome Ardong Jongsai as well, please, brothers and sisters.